day early on the week 14 draft cast i got my man joel and dave here joel already took his shots pregame so he's a, a free man he's mm-hmm. no longer indebted to me and dave after after losing last week on the draft cast hope everybody had a good week 12 we had some big takedowns the guy sticks hit for like 10k again um if you had Devonte adams you were sitting pretty you locked Alman ross st brown looking good wilson looking good I don't know how Mike White got there, but he got there late. So that, that White to Wilson stack kind of paid off. Um, didn't really see the the locket. No. You know, locket, Gino with Metcalf combo really paying out against the Ram teams that I thought was, you know, for the most part done. But that paid off to some Millie makers out there. You know, whoever had the courage to go out there and play that lineup, um, it paid off well. A couple guys broke the slate. We were on most of them. St. Brown was just a gift. Anytime DraftKings is going to price that guy under, you know, 7,300, 7,400, he's going to be a top value. But, Dave, man, how how was your last week? You know, how did you do in week 13? Joel, same thing. How are you feeling about, you know, last week and this week ahead? Yeah, it's solid week. I mean, I did get involved with the Cincinnati side of that Um Big game. So Burrow being the second highest quarterback was, was favorable. I went to the Eagles game, got to see the AJ Brown return, and he was nice. fantastic in a lot of lineups. I know Joel had him last week. So um had some good lineups, but just it, you know, it hurts when you know you have the pieces and then you see Gino. And I'm just like, those I just I just didn't have DK and and um Lockett, you know, spread out. But you know, very solid lineups and good time. And I can't wait for this week. So how you doing? I had a good week last week. You know, last week was was interesting. Uh, it was all over the receivers. I, I, we were going to crush the between A.J. Brown, Wilson, Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, last week was interesting. There was only, I think, two running backs that went over 20 points. So, you know, finding value at running back was the way to go. Um, and I'm excited for this week because I feel like they're good and the bad of it is this. I feel like it's very clear who to target this week in terms of matchups. Uh, and where the right game environments are. The bad thing is, I think it's pretty obvious, and everyone else is going to be looking at the same games as well. Yeah, so let's go to and pass real quick. And if you want to lock in with us at windailysports.com, lock in with promo code WINBIG at windailysports.com. Like and subscribe to the show. Obviously, the show is free. We want to make all of our content, our projections, lineup optimizers, our expert chat for free. Dave's been crushing it with props. If you followed along on the, the serious show on Saturday, I was on a McCaffrey prop over rushing, over his receiving prop, hit both of those, got the Pacheco touchdown. So we're, we're putting in our props, you know, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning when we get all the data in on our props. And we have prop models on windailysports.com. So you want to lock in there and definitely get that expert chat. We're doing it daily for NBA as well. But, Joe, you get to talk about the first game, man. Minnesota, Detroit, I think you kind of hinted at it. This is probably the game that everybody's going to go to. The Lions, they're the best team in fantasy football. 
because their defense is suspect and their offense can actually score. Jared Goff has proven to be, you know, a good enough quarterback and they have enough weapons on the offensive side. So who's not playable in this game? Who do you not want to play in Minnesota, Detroit? Vibe this week that this is the game where we saw earlier in the year when like the guys who won the million dollars played like six guys in one game and they, and that was the right for me, which like, people never do. This is the week where like, I want to do that. Right. Like not only does it seem like the right matchup, but all the positions are priced so perfectly to make you want to play them. Like my first example is Swift. It looks like he's finally back as the lead guy in that offense. Um, they gave him the most carries. I look at threw to him six times and he's priced below six K. So it's like this game flow is like, well, it's a perfect environment to get the featured running back on this team. Not only that, he's super affordable. So you throw him in there, especially you're going to need affordable players if you're going to play Jefferson, who at this rate looks to me, I mean, they just did a good job on him, but they're not playing the Justice Week. He looks to me like he's probably the best fantasy player in the NFL. So if you can get the best fantasy player in the NFL in a great matchup, and then as much of that game environment as possible, that's when you look to Chark, I mean, I'm on some Brown was like, you want to play him every single week. I love golf. I'm even, I even like playing cousin on the other side. One of my favorite plays, I'll even go to Hawkinson, who's playing a revenge game against his old team this season. So, I mean, I can go on for the whole podcast talking about this game, but at least I'll stop there for now. Yeah, it's a great game environment. It really is. It's a 53 and a half total over under. Uh, Dave, before we switch to the next game, Lions are favored here. Vikings get no respect every day of the week. I know it's early. It's Tuesday night. I'm not saying lock these bets as of yet. But what's your feel for this game? Who wins this game? Detroit. I I really do like it. I think they're just this. So the only time you really want to get away from Detroit, and we talked about this in another show last week where was Buffalo a little too chalky? Well, it turns out they weren't, right? And that's what we said. I don't think Detroit will get too chalky here. The the games that scare me are when – Campbell has to take too many gambles. And I don't think he has to here. Like uh, these stupid onside kicks or these fluke fourth downs, I think he can play this team straight up. And when he can play teams straight up like he did against the Jets last week, I think the Lions, what are they, won four out of five now? Um, They're even like talking maybe playoffs. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I like the Lions with that minus one. It's not necessarily as much disrespect to me um, as it is. I just think the Lions are a sneaky good team when matched up to the right opponent. If they won those early games, they they would be oh. playoff bound at this point. A lot of teams would be playoff bound if they didn't lose, you know, these tight games. But talk about these Jets. They had a chance to beat the Vikings. Uh, I think it was Berrios just could not catch that last ball in the end zone. They almost won late in that game. But talk about the Jets and Bills, uh, Dave. You know, the Bills bounced back. Big favors here. Um, how do you feel about targeting the Jets' defense? I pretty much faded Minnesota. Um, when they played the Jets, similar offense here. They got some explosive weapons. They're playing at home. But this Jets defense is legit. Are you going to any of these guys? I am. Um, it's a revenge game, too, for Buffalo and additional rest playing last Thursday. Um, I think I'd like I'd like a few of the players for Buffalo here, and I really, really like value-wise. It just seems like McKenzie is, like, on a roll right now. They really started to feed him the ball at 4,200 last two weeks, 11 catches, 140 yards. So I kind of like him as a, in a really good value spot. We know what sauce is going to do, right? I really don't want Stefan, even though I know Stefan can beat any cornerback. I want to focus on the twos and threes this week. So Gabe Davis, uh, uh, Zay McKenzie, 
I really like in this spot. And from the Jets, I think we're live. I mean, we talked about last week, but Zonovan Wright, he's just he's going to get the targets and carries. He's going to be of good value here at 5,100. I don't think Michael Carter comes back this quick. Um, I, I'm willing to roll the dice once again on Zonovan. I'm not sure I'm in the. In, I'm ready to go back to Mike White. Um, but I, I, I will take some plays on a couple uh, Jets players like Wilson and Wright. Or Knight. I keep saying Wright. I meant Knight. DK so. finally raising Wilson's price. He's almost in that 6K range. Like He's almost yeah. made it to that elite 6K level. The guy is dropping 25 points. Every single week, he was he was good chalk last week. Him and Amon Rob both panned out. 5.9, I think he's still obviously playable. Um, Bill's defense is tough. This next game is, for the most part, a fade for me. I'm not going to talk about it too much. Ravens-Steelers. Steelers looking better. Um, Ravens without Lamar Jackson. This is going to be a defensive-minded game. 36.5 over under. I fell into the trap um, with a little pickings last week. Just try to get different at 5.1. Um, he's not going to – I think he's going to be one of these guys. I'm starting to think he's going to be one of these guys with all this talent, the wide receiver position, just falls off the map like in a couple years. I know he's making these flashy catches, but if you can't be consistent and you're getting all these targets, something is wrong there. It's too early to tell, but uh, this is not a game that interested me. Um, I'll skip to the next one. If you guys want to draft any of these guys, go right ahead. I'm going to fade this game. The next game, Browns and Bengals, interesting – I don't believe in Deshaun Watson. He looked not good at all um, last week. Rusty, that defense, special teams, won that game for them. They probably would have lost that game to the Texans if it wasn't for the defense and special teams. So I'm off the Brown side. I don't know if the Browns can score enough to get peak um, peak Burrow or peak Chase or Higgins here, but they're definitely playable. Um, Burrow's playable every single week for the rest of the year. 7K, he has all the weapons in the world. Mixon probably backed this game, so we can't go back to Piron here. Um, Burrow in play. Higgins Chase definitely in play as well. Um, if you want to punt tight end, if, if Hayden Hurst is out, maybe you can go to one of the cheap guys out in Cincinnati. But, Joe, talk about Jags, Titans. We don't got, you know, final words on injuries and stuff like that with Trevor Lawrence. That will dictate things here. But how do you feel about this game? Yeah, we're going to need Lawrence news just to be confident in this Jaguars offense moving moving forward with this game. But if we have a healthy Trevor Lawrence, this is actually a really good spot for, for those receivers because this Tennessee defense is one of those funnel defenses that's very strong against the run and weak against the pass. So it's a position where you really can't run the ball. You have to throw. And, you know, Kirk is their number one guy. I'm okay with playing Kirk. You do have to spend up a little bit to get him. Zay Jones has been getting, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think he had 14 targets the other week. Um, this seems like a really good spot for him to bounce back after a dud last week and have another good effort. Yeah, um, definitely something interesting. You're getting Derrick Henry under 8,000 too. So he's popping in our models. Good matchup. Make sure you check out the models at windailysports.com. Dave, talk about your Cowboys, man. I know you're a big fan of the Cowboys. You're starting to get worried out there in Philadelphia about them Cowboys. Um, they look strong. They really do look strong. Not Dak, but everybody else. You know, I don't think Dak looks overly impressive at all. Defense looks good, potentially great. They probably let down, you know, America's team in the playoffs, but they look good for the regular season here. How do you feel about this matchup? They're favored by 17, and the Texans are projected to score 13. Um, do the Texans score 13? Do they score double digits? 
Yeah, they do. I, I think the there's probably going to be some garbage time let up late. I mean, if the Colts are getting 19, I think the Texans might be able to squeeze out more than 13. Um, you're right. I'm not scared. I mean, look at like I get what's going on and they're and they're pretty good, but it's still Mike McCarthy and they're beating up on these other teams. Right? I, I thought the Giants banged up, played them toe to toe until the last seven eight minutes of that yeah. game. Um, but in their other games, I mean, they lost to the Packers. Let's not forget it was the Packers. So I still have some memories, but they are putting up points, and that's where I got to respect them. So in this game, that offense is definitely something we want to look into here. CD's obviously in play. Um, and the combo of Elliott and Pollard, it really burns me because if we could get one or the other, you got to smash play in this week. Houston, 32nd rush defense in the league, right? So you want one. I could actually see both popping this week. I would not like to play both in the same lineup, um, but I will play. I'll play shares at each of them. So I'm going to focus on the Cowboys' running game. And just hope I get one of them right. Yeah, they're they're probably each going to score a touchdown. It's yep. getting the guy who scores two. Um, this next game, you get to talk about the Eagles, and then Joe can talk about the Giants. And I think you guys should make a side bet of some sort on this game. I don't know what you want to do. I don't know if you want to yeah. go against the spread and Joe's got to take the Giants. You got to take the Eagles, but have some fun with this game, man. Yeah, we'll put a let's put a Millie Maker lineup on the line. We can do that. You know, I'll buy his or he buys mine. Let's okay. let's do that okay. for, you know, after this week for next week. I like it. Yeah. Um, All right. So listen, the Eagles, look, not to toot their own horn, but when they need to run the ball against the Packers, they go for 350. When they need to pass the ball against the Titans, they go for, you know, 280 in the first half. They're a very adaptable offense. And I think the way you beat the Giants, um, I do think you got to do it through the air. I think we're going to see a little bit more A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts magic. But also, I think you're going to see Jalen on the ground. The one game Jalen really stunk it up last year was in the Meadowlands. I think he remembers that. So I'm big on Jalen Hurts this week. Um, the Giants are going to have to keep pace because I do think the Eagles will be able to score points. And not saying the Eagles can shut them down. Danny Jones actually plays okay against the Eagles. But they're going to have to keep pace. I would focus on the Eagles passing game this week, especially Jalen. Joe, how do your Giants win this game? How do your Giants cover this game? And who do you play from a DFS standpoint? Is it Barkley or Buster? So my concern with the Giants right now is, is really health. Um, they're missing a lot of guys still. They're banged up. Uh, guys can come back, right? If they get healthy before the game, if their their secondary gets healthy, if their old line is full, full go, I do think the Giants make this a pretty exciting game. Um, right now, the secondary is the big concern. If, if they don't get some guys back in the secondary, AJ Brown's gonna have a field day, they, they can't cover. Uh, but if they get healthy, I do think this they get Giants game plan with it. it's been all year keep it low scoring, keep it close, slow the pace down, which I think they can do if healthy. From a DFS perspective, the Giants are one of the worst teams in the league to, to a target, they're just not a DFS script you want. Like, that's not a negative thing to say with the Giants. They win games. It's just not from a exciting score, a lot of points standpoint. So I'm not looking to target any Giants. You know, a guy I'll mention maybe is Isaiah Hodgins because he is getting five targets and you're getting him in the really low 3K range. So if you're looking for a minimum punt play, if he finds the end zone with his five or six targets, you know, he'll make value there. But uh, I think there's better routes to go for fantasy this week. Yeah, it's hey, a lot of games. Let me, let me just get let me just ask one thing on the Giants. You th still think they make the playoffs? Make the playoffs? I do. Yeah, I, I yeah. do. I, I, well, they, it's down to you and the Commanders. I really think, and you got them <laughs> next week now. It, it's it's so you got to get payback. Well, I, we really should have won last week. You know yeah, the problem. 
it's hard to make this excuse because like the Giants are outperforming their talent this season as it is. Uh, but it's really hard to have a team that's outperforming their talent and then also get hit with the injury bug. And I think yep. the two of those things is, is, is been costly more recently. Uh, I do think if they get healthy, they get back to playing a little bit more like they were earlier in the year, which I think makes them a pretty much borderline playoff team. Would you want oh. Odell back? Uh, I just don't think Odell's healthy. I think even if you get him back, I don't think you're getting really the Odell you think you're getting. So, I mean, I would take him because he's an upgrade to what we have, but I'm not like Odell's going to make the difference. All right, all right, all right. Um, Russell Wilson won't make a difference. I'm not playing any Broncos for the rest of the year. Won't fall into this trap. I don't care if they're playing the Chiefs. Look, this is one of the better spots. I'm not going to lie. Anytime you get to go against the Chiefs, it's a good spot because they're going to put up a lot of points. You're going to be playing garbage time from, like, the second quarter on. But they're just terrible, man. They really are so bad. So, look, Pacheco, 5.7. I'll keep playing this guy. He's got touchdown equity. McKinnon took one of his touchdowns. I bet his touchdown prop for the past two weeks, I hit it. I bet his two-touchdown prop for the past two weeks. Haven't hit that yet. I'll probably try again this week. They're favored by nine. They should probably be favored by two touchdowns. They probably should be favored by three touchdowns. I think the Chiefs smashed the Broncos. The Broncos just can't score. They can't – they're not playing – you know, they're not playing for anything at this point. So, the Chiefs should roll them over here. Not in love with any of the pass catchers. You know, Mahomes is just spreading the ball around. You can take a shot on Juju. You can take a shot on MVS. You can pay up for Kelsey. Um, and you can play Mahomes naked. It all makes sense. They're projected to score 26. You got to get off the one-shot game. The Chiefs are going to score points every single week, so all their players are viable. And Mahomes is throwing the ball downfield to Juju and MBS. So one of these guys catches a 50-yard bomb and you know catches a touchdown. They're going to get 15-20 at 5.6, 4 .1. You know, There's not much salary savings at the wide receiver position that you know are going to get you know the looks. Whether or not they score, that's another question. So Mahomes and the Chiefs definitely in play. You know, we might see Judy back. Sutton not doing much. Dolchich, I guess so at 3.4. But pretty much I'll, I'll be off this game. And then we get, you know, Tom Brady going to the Niners. This game has got a 37.5 total. The Bucks barely got out of Monday night, man. Like, that was – Ugly, they should have lost that game. The Saints kind of blew it late. Dave, do you like anybody? Tampa looks like they're really struggling, man. Like, they're struggling to put things together. I know Brady kind of saved them, I guess. Their defense kind of held up just long enough. The Saints made too many errors. Your thoughts on this game, man? Yeah, well, first off, thank you, Tampa. Uh, we have the Saints' first-round pick, so I'll take it. And I also bet the Saints, so it was like a win-win. It was it was a good night, but man, they're ugly. They are atrocious. This offense, I mean, watching Brady exhale like that and act like he's like this was a huge win, it, it's just saddening. Like the, to watch him go out like this, uh, he definitely should have gone out last year. But with that the said, sad, Rashad White, the, the sad right. part about it is he's still going to make the playoffs because that division is such yeah. trash. Like he's riding his way like on this heavy decline. The team is falling apart, and they're still, like, they're going to get, like, home field in the first round just because their division is so terrible. I know. I know. They'll get in, and it'll be an interesting game. They'll get someone like the Cowboys. Um, 
could even get the Giants. It'll be interesting either way, but they're all fade in the playoffs. But we're getting to that this week. I do think Rashad White still holds value. His fumble was critical, but they still show trust in him late in the game and his receiving ability. Fournette's a dinosaur. He can't get more than two yards carry. So they, they're going to figure it out, um, and he'll get the majority of the rushes and use Fournette in the receiving game. But I like him. Joe, I know you know this. Brock Purdy stinks. Um, for Iowa State, I, I really hated this guy. I'm not going to lie. He, he ruined Brees Hall. Uh, and I just, you know, he, he polished off one game against the Dolphins. Got it. I, I can't believe they didn't go after Baker. I, I can't believe they're Bro, a come on, bro. Baker is the worst, bro. And it's funny. He goes no, to the Rams. Baker, not like, no, I saw some of it. Like, he can stay no. on his own two feet. He's not, like, doing twinkle toe stuff. Like, I'd rather have Purdy, man. I, I'd rather have Purdy. Yeah, well, and I'm I'm happy because if the Niners stick with Purdy, they're out of the running for the Super Bowl. I'm fine. Like that's fine. But I'm, I this. Purdy was a disaster in college. I just disappointment. Disappointment. Listen, like they look at it now. He had what's the best receiver in the country, probably if not the second. Yeah, uh, he had the best tight end in the country. Yes, they had, this, they had the best running back in the country, and they just were like average. Um, yep, he was bad. Um, but what I will say is, like, I don't think he's going to get asked to do much. I think they're going to run an offense that's, like, basically just don't let him lose you the game. I think they're going to run. Like, you saw the end of the last week's game. Like, he's not asked to do more than a swing pass here or there. Yeah. Like, he's not throwing the ball down the field. Uh, and maybe he can just manage the game enough where their defense and skill players can do enough for that team to win. I actually think they're going to win this week, even with him, because yep. they're so much better, I think, as a team. I agree. Uh, I mean, C-Mac, right? I think a lot of C-Mac, we saw C-Mac kind of get dialed in more last week once Garoppolo went out. So I think C-Mac's in play, even with the high price tag versus a good rush defense. I do think he's going to have a big game. Joe, break down this last game, and we'll get to the draft cast here. Panthers, Sam Darnold um, going to Seattle. Seattle somehow is only favored by three and a half. We don't know if Kenneth Walker is back or not. He also got a little bit of beef with Geno Smith. They got into a little, you know, a little, I don't even know, stare down, screaming at each other, whatever it was. But um, thoughts on Seattle, Geno, and, and this offense. You know, are we attacking Carolina maybe in a spot here? Well, listen, you don't want to have your team fighting not being on the same page with Sam Donald coming to town, all right? So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in all seasons, I actually think there's some there's some really good spots to look at for the Carolina team. Carolina wants – listen, they're not going to let Sam Donald throw back and throw the ball 30, 40 times. They're going to run the ball as much as they can. And Dante Foreman has looked good. I mean, especially yeah. if he's getting 20, 25 carries against a Seattle team that is terrible against the run. Um, I obviously think Seattle should be able to score their points. So, putting Carolina in a position where they maybe have to keep up. Maybe it's a little softer defense. Um, I actually love the price of Foreman this week. Getting him under 6K again allows you to get up and get Jefferson and some of those other higher-priced guys elsewhere. Uh, and let's not also forget that Hubbard, the second back, had 17 carries last week. I'm not sure they can sustain that many carries in, in this, and, and he'll get that again. But even if he's getting 15 you know, at that price tag, if he breaks one off, that could get there as well. This might be, for the people watching the show for the first time, this might be a battle right now to see who gets the players they want because there's not too many good players on this slate and everybody's going to be targeted in. So, Dave, I'll get this thing queued up. You tell me, you know, finishing positions here, who finished where, 
what we got going on here so we can kind of get things right and, you know, for the most part, um, get this draft cast going, man. Yeah, I'll recap last week. Jay, you're, you're, you're creeping up. Uh, the overall record, you got a win last week, is 5-4-2. and two. We didn't have one draft during the Thanksgiving week, so we have 11 on the books. I'm five, you're four, Joel's two, and you had a big lineup. Damn, Joel, uh, we probably what are you doing back there? What's that? <laughs> so what's Joel doing back there? Oh, Only well, he keeps picking. Got to talk, talk some trash while we're beating Joel, man. He wins all the money. We got all the – we got the pride on our side, man. Yeah, well, you know, I'll tell Joel's story, which he already knows. He hasn't got a quarterback right in 11 weeks. So, like, he's just <laughs> – he's trying. If he gets that right, we're in trouble, man. Uh, I'm telling you, he's, he's he might have one this week for us. But, Jay, I mean, just getting a Monroe St. Brown was huge last week. If I could flash it up, uh, it's probably too wide. But you also hit Garrett Wilson was really big. And Josh Jacobs, one of the uh, running backs that did pop over 20, um, really powered you to a solid lineup. So, you're up – and tell us what the draft order is this week. Hmm, 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 hmm. I definitely want to go one or two. I know who I want to go here. But I'll let Dave go one. I'll go two. And keep Joel in the corner, man. Let's keep him in his losing ways here in, in third right now, man. Okay. So, uh, Dave, you go one. Don't take my pick, though. That's the rule. Well, it's one of two, right? I, I mean, I'm going, I'm going one receiver in that great Vikings Lions game. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that Jefferson's going to pop, but I think I want to save eleven hundred, twelve hundred bucks here, and I'll start off with St. Brown just because when you talk, you're an to asshole, him, bro. You're really, I, I, I thought you were going to go the other way. I, I, I really, I was going to say, all right, let me get, let me get pick two. I want Amon Ra. That's a salary saver. And I screwed myself there. I, I originally was gonna go one and go Armand Ra. Just put Justin Jefferson there. Yep. Screwed up my whole plan, man. Uh, screwed I, me up. You should. What, Joel? Who would you have taken first? Jefferson. Okay. Hey, you picked the wrong dude. Now nah, I would have took Armand Ra because the salary savings. You're gonna need salary savings on this slate. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I'm happy with Jefferson, Joel. Where do you go if you don't get Armand Ra and Justin Jefferson? What's the, <laughs> what's the move, bro? I got two picks here, and I'm going to go ahead and take my favorite backfield. I'm going to go both running backs, uh, and that's going to be Foreman okay. uh, from Carolina, and it's going to be Swift on the line. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. Um, I like it. And that was uh, Foreman. What was? Let me see his price here. I know he's 58. 54. Nice. Cool. Got it. Okay, okay. Oh, God. Dave screwed up my master plan. Hmm. Let's see where to go. I will go. I'll go chalk here and shit. I will go Jared Goff. Screw it. I'll take the savings there. Get him off the board. Let me go, Jared Goff, 5,600. You took Amon Ra. I'm going to take Goff off. He's been pretty good, man. Great matchup. I need savings because you put me on Jefferson, and I want that game. Yeah, that's a good pick. I like it. Um, I'm going to attack that Houston Texans run D. I'm just going to stick with Pollard. Um, I just He's consistent even when he has to share a few touchdown or goal line carries. I still think he's getting a couple more uh, snaps. So I'll go Pollard against that defense. And then it gets really, really tricky as we get 
um, deeper on the list here. Mm. You guys got me <laughs> thinking here. Okay, I, I, I said it earlier. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Isaiah McKenzie at 4,200, start my uh, savings. I just like what he's been, you know, the targets he's been seeing and versus, again, like I said, opposite sauce. Yeah, um, don't mind that play at all. You know, running back, Joel took two good guys. You know, you got the savings there. I like the pile call as well. Um, I don't know what's up with Joe Mixon, so I don't want to play him as of right now, but I think Mixon's in a good spot as well. I'm going to I'm gonna continue to stack this game. Um, this is the game. This is the slate. So give me Dalvin Cook, 7,300, fair price on him. The matchup's probably one of the best on the board. This game's just going to be – it's going to be a lot of scoring here, man. So I'm going to overstack it. Had a decent game against him the first time. Didn't break over 100, only had one rushing touchdown, but I think this is going to be an up pace game. So give me uh, Dalvin at 7,300. I love it. I really love him this week. Great pick. Yeah, I think that's – I like that pick as well. You got Cook and Jefferson. Um, all right, what direction am I going to take this? Where How am I going to mess this up? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to get involved in that game with you guys some more here, and I'm going to take TJ Hawkinson. Uh, a tight end. I think it's a revenge game. Um, the Lions stink at covering tight ends. I, I really like this as being his big blow-up spot for the Vikings. And I'm going to pair him with my my one of my new favorite players, and that's I've been playing him. I've been going after him every week for the last four weeks. That's Garrett Wilson. Um, yeah. You know this Bills defense is stronger up front. They're going to have to throw the ball. He's getting – at this point, I think Garrett Wilson should be in the high sixes or 7K range. So, the fact that we can still get Garrett Wilson in under 6K, I love the value here. No, that's a good call too, man. Wilson's a guy that I'm, I was waiting to take off the board. Just wanted to get those other guys in first because running back is, is super light this week. There's not a lot of good options there, but Wilson – He's mispriced, similar to Amon Ross yep. St. Brown. Like, anytime he's going to be 5K and Amon Ross 7K and they're not in that upper echelon, I think they're firmly in play. Like that call. Um, this Detroit-Minnesota game, just keep getting shares of it um, as much as I can. But I'm going to go to some value here and hope this one does not burn me. Um, kind of out on Pickens. He's just a guy that can't really trust here. I do – I do like the matchup against Baltimore here. So I'm going to go Deontay Johnson, 5,100. I need value. I went pretty heavy with Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. So give me Deontay Johnson, who's their number one, 5,100. They're going to have to pass the ball a bit uh, to win this game. So I think it's a fair value for Deontay. All right. I think I'm going to go I squared here um, because I know he's not going to last and he spells it a different way, but I'm going to go Isaiah Pacheco. Um, the oh, running back I forgot about Chiefs. him. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I was, called him out and you stole him. Everyone, st- Dave, you're stealing my picks. You're definitely winning this week, man. This is yeah. – I, I, I gave you all my plays, gave you the gifts, man. Good shit. And, and he's getting two touchdowns this week because I took I'll him. I'll bet so that. Bad. I won't forget to bet that. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I thought Joel was going there too because he has played him a little bit recently when he said my favorite the last four weeks. So he threw me for, for a loop there. But love me some Rutgers running backs, you know, Jersey represent. But like you guys said, the volume's there. Um, really like his potential this week. Denver's defense is good, but it does let up some yards. 
Um, in an effort to save a couple bucks here, I think I'm going to step out. And I'm actually going to go with the Cleveland Browns defense. Um, they were a big pop last week. You needed them in the Millie against Houston. They're one of the lower ones, but when they did play Cincinnati earlier this year, they had a good game. They put up their second high of the year at 13. They, they generated a lot of sacks. Miles Garrett's a nightmare for Barrow. So I'll go with a Browns D um, while I think of my other plays. All right, it's on me, right? Yep. This is probably a mistake. I said I wasn't going to do it, but again, I need value. It is a good matchup. Uh, it is a good price. He had a pretty good game last week. He hasn't found the end zone for quite some time since his first game, but he's got some double-digit, you know, tight end spots. Give me Dolchich. I hate Russell Wilson. I hate this team. <laughs> but 3,400 with the lineup that I'm kind of building, he's the only trusted guy in this offense that, that hits value more times than not. And tight end, just like the rest of the slate, is kind of weak. You got to pick some spots. They're going to be trailing this entire game. He's a young boy, so he's going to be out there regardless. And a lot of his team is banged up playing for nothing. He might be the only one actually playing for something on this offense. So Dolchich, 3,400. I think he gets you seven points, eight points. And if they can find a way to miraculously score a touchdown in this game, you know, you can really go out there and get some points. He was the pop tight end last week. He's the one you needed. So good, good pick. Yes, it. it's gross, Brian. I'll call myself out. It is definitely gross. I, I, I was <laughs> I was pressured by the clock. I didn't want to stall any longer, so I just went Dolchich. I don't hate it. What's I mean, up, Brian? At 3,400, he's been like one of their best receivers. Yeah. Um, you know, you're taking a shot on somebody under 3,500, but I think he's a shot worth taking. Well, he was the number one tight end on last week's slate. It, it, it was ugly, but I think he was 14 or 15, but that's how bad tight end was. So right. um, it was. It, it is worth taking. I I, I kind of like Dolce this week. He's one of my top, I would say, three or four tight ends I'm going to play because of his price, not because I think he's great, but to get a guy that cheap that can produce, I think he's worth it. Um, all right. I actually have been good to myself because I've been selecting value. So I have plenty of money to go get some big boys. Um which I'm going to go ahead and do. So go ahead and give me Jamar Chase. Uh, he's back. I can get him at under just under 8K. Plenty of value. This Browns defense has shown weakness. I think it's a spot where he can he can find a few big plays. Um, and I'm going to take it. It pains me. It pains me to do this. But I'm going to take A.J. Brown. Yep. Um, I have the money to spend. Wow, bro. You're going against your own up. team. I think he just makes sense here for, as a play. Okay. You go you go do that. I'm going to take some value here. I've been saying this for the past couple of weeks, man. This team is playing inspired ball. They want to make the playoffs. So give me um uh, give me the Steelers D. I think they're the best value on the slate. There's going to be no Lamar Jackson. You saw you know that offense changed dramatically. I think their best value on the slate right now for defense. They're playing at home. They're winning games. Um, as long as they can hold on to the ball offensively, they get Watt back. They're sacking people. Low-scoring games, pretty much three of the last four are under 20. Um, so I think Baltimore's going to struggle. They're going to slow down the game as well. So get a couple sacks, keep them under 10, 14 points here at 2,800. Now I can pay up for my, my last running back in my flex spot. All right, Joel, uh, you officially got me. I, I wanted that AJ, but I needed to get Pacheco there, I thought. So, 
you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to go with what we call skinny Batman down here in Philadelphia. <laughs> and that's Devontae Smith. He, he's just been as good. Not, well, let me just say close to as good as AJ, not all the way there, but in three division games this year, so far he's averaged 18 points. So um, we got another division game. I'm getting 6,300 out of him and I can pair him right up with Jalen hurts at eight, 8K, and I feel like I'm in a good spot. Like you said, the only thing that scares me about this game is if it gets into that, you know, muddied water that the Giants like to play in and really slow it down and get it ugly. That's possible. It really is. But outside of that, like I said, there's motivation here. Jalen's worst game last year was against those New York Giants. I feel like he's going to come out big in this one. Okay, man. Okay, so I need a running back, and I need a flex here. Mm. The guy I kind of want is one notch too high. Uh, God. I'll do it anyways. Let's see. Before I lock it, just one more look. I really like mixing. I'll say it one last time. Um, what do you guys think? You think he's definitely playing? This week or no? Oh. Now two, three weeks now. What is it? Two, three weeks now with a concussion? Like, he's got to be cleared by now, no? Or are they yeah. not playing because they're playing the Browns? No, I think he plays. Um, I'm just thinking of who was the recent guy that had a concussion? He, he was good in two weeks. It, um, so I, I think he's back. I do. And you got uh, your lifesaver. You got your injury. You can replay it. I, I can replay it. So, look, it's. Let me see here. If I go there, I just want to double check something. La, 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 la. You know what? Just play it safe. I don't want to text you to, to switch my lineup this, that, and the third. I do like mixing better, but just for safety, just so I can beat you two bums, I'll go Derrick Henry, 7,900. All right. All but right. I like mixing a lot. Mixing starts. I, I think mixing's the guy. You get the discount here, but Henry's going to score a touchdown. Um, if he actually doesn't fumble, like on his way to scoring a touchdown, he probably gets two. Um, they need him this game. It should be a game when they roll over the Jags, but I like Mixon's price tag a lot more. All right. I like it. All right. Joel to you for two. Listen, I'm probably going to strike out again. Don't strike out. <laughs> don't, don't draft no more <laughs> Eagles. Wait, who's your quarterback? Here you go. Mike White again. At this point, I just got to keep swinging for the fences. And one of these idiots has got to hit. And then it's going to be that week, so I'm doing it again. Uh, yeah, it's Mike White. It's Mike White. Oh, really? Listen, the, the idea oh. here is we're getting a cheap quarterback, and the Browns are, are – I mean the Browns. The Bills are a brick wall against the run. So you're going to have to go to the air. It's a division rivalry game. He threw for almost 400 yards last week. He just couldn't get in the end zone. But he had a decent game passing. So I think for the Jets to move the ball – and keep this game close. It's got to be through the air. I think Mike White can do that again. So at 5,500, he's plenty cheap. And you know what? I'm going to go with the Jets double stack. I'll go with the other partner in New York. Give me Corey Davis. And uh, let's go for it. The Jets all the way. Take the division. Do you think they're going to win this game? What's your thoughts here? Um, Listen. They could win it. I think, they gonna, I think it's going to be a closer game than people think. The Jets are good. The Jets are a good football team. They're a legit yeah. defense. Uh, they have some playmakers on offense. Are they as good as the Bills? No, but the Bills have been stuttering a little bit recently. They haven't been playing their best football. If Aaron Rodgers came, 
If Aaron Rodgers came this year, the Jets would have been like legit. And if Brees Hall stayed healthy, imagine Brees Hall stayed healthy and they got Aaron Rodgers. Because there was some early talks that he might come to New York and stuff like that. It was quick. It didn't last too long. But this team is just missing a quarterback. If they got a quarterback, they'd be in a real good spot because they drafted well outside of grabbing that bum. And the Jets are designed to play the the Bills tough, right? They have good cornerbacks that can stick with Diggs. Diggs shouldn't have a blow-up game against this defense. They have a good D-line that can make Allen have to make some quick decisions. Like, I think the Jets – I'm not going to say they're guaranteed they win, but I think it's going to be a close game. I like it. Okay. All right. Uh, Back to you. I just – I just yep. realized that I, I thought I drafted somebody, but I just realized looking at the board, I actually didn't draft a wide receiver. So I've kind of messed up already. Um, let me go back to the well, though. Um, I will go with Zay Jones here. Um, see if he bounces back. I got a couple of shares last week. It didn't work out, obviously, against Detroit. I think everybody comes off the Zay Jones. But like Dave said earlier, man, you have 10 targets, 14 targets. And then he goes down to seven targets. He only catches two of them. But if you catch five out of those seven or or five out of eight for 4,700, good matchup against Tennessee. You saw, you know, like Joel said, they're a funnel defense, 31st ranked defense, you know, against the against the pass here. It's a risk here, though. I'll be honest. It's a risk without knowing if Lawrence is there. Because I don't even know who their backup quarterback is. Um, It's probably not that good, though. Yeah. Probably and Dave's laughing, so it's probably really bad. Uh, what back yeah, I think it could seconds. be Chase Daniel or somebody that bad, like on that yeah. level. Yeah, yeah. So it's not going to be good, but and and Zay Jones, I'm probably going to see Gusag if it's a really bad quarterback behind him. But at 4,700, I need some value here. I was looking at another guy too, but I'll take the shot on Zay Jones. All right, cool. I'm going to go with my tight end. Looking last night's game, it's near and dear to our hearts, but uh. Kate Otten from Tampa Bay got 10 targets, put up a 14.8 because he got that touchdown late. He's 2,800. I mean, I got, you know, obviously what has to happen here is we can't have the other tight end play. Uh, what's his name? Break Cameron Brake. But if I don't get him to play, I think 2,800 is a nice price. And before I take my last pick, Brian, I'm with you. I was at that Eagles game this week. I, they underthrew Devontae half the time, and he still caught the ball. The Tennessee Titans – are an atrocious pass defense, which leads me into my last pick. And why not just do it on my flex spot? There were a couple ways I could go here. I'm a little nervous about the Kenneth Walker stuff right now because it is an ankle. So I'll go Christian Kirk for 6,600, leave a couple dollars on the table. But, man, he similar to your play with Zay Jones here. Um, it's risky, but still had eight targets last week and 104 yards. He's good. He can pop for 30-plus any week. So – is my round out oh i'm over wait i can't do that look at that i can't take him i'm sorry guys i'm an idiot should be penalized joe doesn't he get penalized for that or something like that no doesn't no does he, does he lose i'm on ron st brown and we get to draft <laughs> no, him again you know something like that all right I, I messed up my my math i'll go rashad white instead um you know what's messed up too when i was when i was doing the two and pass earlier I'm like, I definitely got to draft Kate Otten. He's mispriced at 2800 And then when I got the, the pressure of the time clock in my head, I'm like, who's the guy I wanted to get? Who's the guy I wanted to get? It was oh. Kate Otten at 2800 <laughs> You guys should definitely lock him up. Like at 2800 if you're not going to Dolchers and you need value, if you want to go double tight end and like overly stack some studs, 2800 is a misprice because he played on Monday night. He was heavily involved. 
Brady, like, as soon as, like, somebody crosses the line, he's getting rid of the ball. Like, he's either throwing it out of bounds, he's throwing it up to Mike Evans, he's going to miss him, or he's going to hit Kidon just as an outlet. So he's getting a ton of targets there. Uh, so, yeah, I did win last week. Uh, Joel took multiple shots. That's why he drafted uh, Mike White. Uh, he's, he's drunk right now, but yeah, I took it down last week. Uh, I don't know about how many, but survived the Trevor Lawrence injury, but it worked out well. Now I'm down. What do I have left here, uh, Dave, for my last pick? It looks like you got 4,200. Yeah, it's not a good spot to be in. I actually, I do like Michael Gallup too for GPPs. Um, they're going to torch Houston. He was open a bunch. Um, if he catches some touchdowns early, he's in a good spot here. I can't afford him. I'm not going to Nico Collins. He's in a decent spot as well. I'll take a shot. This is a really bad pick. I'm not endorsing this. I'm not feeling good about this week. Dave, you already won uh, in my in my eyes. Um, but I'll take a shot on MVS here. Hopefully he catches a, a big touchdown. Or he's been, he was – Looked at a lot in that game. I just don't know if Denver's going to be, you know, going at it. Um, I don't like this play much, but there's not much left at 4,200. Um, it's it's all about this Detroit-Minnesota game. We're, we're going to keep harping on it. Joe, what's your advice, though? Um, you got one more pick. You got to pick a defense. But how do you get different on this slate with this, you know, everybody's going to want to go Detroit-Minnesota. And typically when this does happen – this game bust. Something bad happens. It busts. Or maybe one guy gets all the scoring, you know, that we're not expecting. Maybe it's Adam Thielen who catches three touchdowns. But some random shit always happens this time. Do you overlever this game or do you full fade this game in your bigger entries or try to get different? How do you do it? So for me, I want to see what the final ownership looks like in this game. But if it's like really full chalk and everyone's going there, I'm talking 30% ownership of these guys. That's a full fade for me because this isn't that this is not like a no-brainer. Like easily, even if this game is good, right? This could be a high swing game. There could be other another higher scoring game that just outpaces it. That if you go, if you hit on that in another direction, then all of a sudden you have a huge edge on the rest of the field. So um let's see where the where the ownership ends up. If it's super high, I think you're totally fine to go a different direction. Yeah. So what's your last pick here? You got a defense to pick, right? Panthers D, baby. You know what's funny? They're super cheap. Um, that's the main reason I'm picking them. But if you actually look back at their last three weeks, they've been decent. I mean, they had, I think, 10 points two of the last three weeks. Um, they're going up against Geno Smith, who, you know, can, can have a couple turnovers. So, again, I'm not taking this pick to be my leading scorer, but I think give me a couple points at the cheapest defense or second cheapest defense. I'm happy. Yeah, you got the correlation with Deontay Foreman, too. That works. You got a defense with a running back. I do think I'm looking here outside of Jamar Chase. I think you drafted Joel. Nobody really targeted uh, this Cleveland Cincinnati game. I think that's a game that you want to look at um, mm -hmm. if you're trying to fade Detroit and maybe Watson gets it together. Nick Chubb was a guy that if I wasn't playing Henry, he was also in contention as a running back that I like. Mari Cooper, 6.2. Peoples Jones, 4.9. Najoku, I guess, 3.9. Um, if Cleveland can somehow keep pace in this game, Burrow's always in play. I like Mixon a bunch. Cleveland can't stop the run. So Mixon is a good play. Higgins is probably still number one, but Chase is right there with them. They're both good plays, potentially great plays. I don't know much about this dude 
I'll be honest, Mitchell Wilcox, but if Hayden Hurst is out, you know, Wilcox, you know, might be in a situation. Um, Sia is mentioning Geno, Geno Smith um, with or without Walker. That game, Joel, you got pieces of Carolina, you know, with Foreman. I think DJ Moore, if Sam Darnold can get the ball, him and Terrace Marshall are in play. Seattle's been leaky. They've been playing a lot of high-scoring games. That's another game that I think could play out. Um, what are you guys doing if Walker is out? Are you going to DJ Dallas? Are you, you know, going more to the pass attack, Dave? What's your thoughts on, you know, if Walker is out? Um, what are you doing it's with Dallas. that game? Yeah, I'm playing DJ Dallas. I, I am Caroline, not great against the run. I think, uh, I think 23rd overall. So I, I will get some shares at Dallas. I just think he's a good pass catching back, too. Um, and a guy, you know, you've seen these guys that can go out and just bust it for one or two games and just throw the head against the wall. That's the kind of player DJ Dallas is. So I would play him, and I still do like the passing game, like you said. Um, it's a really sneaky game. I think my favorite sneaky game is what you talked about earlier. That Cleveland-Cincinnati game could be real. Like, people are going to be down on Deshaun Watson after last week. And um, they beat up Cincinnati the first game this year. Chubb went for a big game, 28 DK points. So I think that's a sneaky environment. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, if the Jets somehow can keep pace with the Bills, that can be one. Joe, last take, man. I just want to ask you about the Chiefs. Are they off your GPPs because they're playing the Broncos and the Broncos can't keep pace? Or, or do you like the Chiefs here? So, I think the opposite. I'm off the Chiefs in cash because I don't think it's a great game environment. The Broncos defense is solid. But I think the place to give them a shot is in the GPP because – this is the best offense in the league. And if the Broncos can't move, well, it just means they might just score like 35 quick points, just having a lot of offensive possession. So um, I don't think a good defense is going to necessarily mean Mahomes isn't going to get his. So maybe a way to get different if it's super chalky in the Lions game is target a lot of Chiefs. They have a big game and you have a low ownership too. Yeah, I like the Pachenko call. I think he's really good price at 5700 um, he's too cheap for an RB1. McKinnon gets involved a little bit in the passing game, but if they're up big in this game, the Broncos is going to lay over here. So good play there. Our optimizer is running smoothly. Um, our projection model is running smoothly at WindailySports.com. Dave, you got articles coming out. The whole team's got articles coming out. We do have a game on Thursday as well. Raiders should smash here. Um, Dave, we got a bet on the Raiders. Baker. Oh, shut up with this Baker. I, I, I can't do a show without Baker. Man. He's coming I, you think he, he's not he's not playing on Thursday, though, is he? Oh, they said he might. They they said he really might. No, and, and I'm kidding. But I will tell you right now, there's no way, no chance. It's either no bet for me or it's the Rams. I can't. I, and why? I've been on the Raiders. Why? I came, why? 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 I came on serious two weeks ago. I told you they were going to win that game uh, out in Denver. And, and then, you know, I liked them the last couple of weeks. You can't give them six points. Not with that coach. Not with that offense. Like they're they're not that much better. They they know how to lose games more than they know how to win. And I get they pulled a few off in overtime, and even they beat the Chargers. Whoop de do. That's the worst coach in football next to Mike McCarthy. So I um I, I wouldn't. I just couldn't give that many points to the Rams. I can't. Not with the Raiders. I probably take that bet, man. I think they win by a touchdown. The Rams can't score. Why? If I find out Baker starting, I will definitely. Bet the Raiders. Dude hasn't looked at a playbook. He hasn't worked in the offseason. He's a bum, man. Uh, Joe, he's cooking. <laughs> yeah, he's cooking nothing, bro. He's going to be cooking cooking some Ryan Leaf soon. He's going to be out of the league. Uh, Joe, 
Uh, million maker stack. What, what's the million maker takedown? What's the, the quarterback combination that you're going to need on Sunday? Uh, you know, the, as the week goes on, the more I talk to you guys, you know, when I started the week, it was clearly golf to me and, and just multiple stacking that game. But um, the more I see that ownership rising, the more I think it's something a little sneakier uh, where you kind of get off that game and you find a spot where maybe it is Mike White having a big day at a lower ownership, or maybe it's a, you know, uh, dare I even say Dak Prescott or um, I'm, I'm, I'm really hesitant to say, but I'll, I'll say Deshaun Watson. I mean, listen, we know how what his upside is. Um, he was terrible last week. I do think he's going to figure it out. I do recommend taking a cautious approach, wait and see. But, you know, being early to it, maybe it is this week. He bounces back and, and does figure it out. Yeah, one other thing I'll mention, you know, on this state, on this slate specifically, um, I asked Joel the question: how, how do you overcome everybody being on this one stack and it being a real popular stack? There's some good individual spots, so you can still, you know, say you run out of a uh, Goff, Amara, Justin Jefferson stack, and you don't go overboard with it, and some of these other guys in this game flop, whether it's the running backs or the DJ Sharks or the Hawkinsons of the world or Thielens, whatever the case may be, you know, I wouldn't be shocked to, to see CeeDee Lamb or, or Gallup or one of these running backs from Dallas have a monster game, you know, two touchdowns, big game, you know, guy on the Eagles. So don't feel like you have to just overload this game. The Bengals are going to score points. The Browns are going to score points. There's some individual teams where you can get the one-offs right and just have that 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 killer combination. So don't overdo it just because everybody else is doing it. And don't take the the soft approach either. You know, if you're going to go for it, you know, like Joel said, you can overlever this game too and go, you know, with something similar to what I built with a Goff. Try to get Amon Ra, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, and then maybe take another shot, you know, on a, on a DJ Shark or a Brock Wright and hope they get in the end zone too, and this game shoots out. So there's different ways to build. Hop in our expert chat. You know, it's early. It's Tuesday. A lot of news to break out. We need information on Trevor Lawrence. You need information on the whole situation out in, in San Fran and Tampa Bay. You know, what changes out there, what changes in Seattle with these injuries as well. So there's a lot more to talk through. Hop in our expert chat at windailysports.com. Check out the rest of our shows. you got – Dave and Joel doing a college football show. We've got a showdown on Thursday. we got our, our Saturday night serious show. Dave and Joel, if you're a free man, stop by, hop on the show. Um, see you, I believe, is out. Tony's going to be doing a show with me this weekend. So, I'm in. you know, feel free to hop on there. And then on top of that, Sunday we have a show as well. Sunday morning's breaking it down, and it's helpful. You know, I wouldn't be, be able to build all these lines without all the tools that we got going on. So, everybody have a good week. 14 have a good showdown we had some close takedowns uh last night some guys had some nice lineups going in late touchdown kind of screwed things up but good luck to everybody hopefully you guys are crushing it and then hop in an expert chat we're here to help you you know turn your love of sports into a profit center so we're out of here and dave i think you're gonna win this week man i really do that i'm on ross Steele just took it out Joe, After man. call me a, a, a clown and a asshole, I'm I'm happy. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> Joe, Mike White is not going to get it there for you, man. He's not going to do it for you, man. So he's too. Don't let me draft first next time, Jack. 
Yeah, yeah. Never again, bro. Never again. <laughs> See you guys later.